Hey, how's it going, everybody? It is Null here from Pixel Patrol. Welcome to episode two. Thank you guys so much for the awesome reception on the first episode. Let me actually take a look at that really quick. We did pretty well for episode number one. I gained a lot of, you know, got a lot of support on that. Got, you know, get some good views. I'm at 16 views, two likes. Thank you guys so much for uh, for checking it out. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, but yeah, welcome to Pixel Patrol number two. We got a lot of stuff going on this week. There was the Sony State of Play, as well as some other games <clears throat> announced and talked about. Sorry about that. Uh, some other games announced and talked about. So let's take a look at them. Uh, I, I kind of just want to get right into it. We'll talk about some other stuff uh, going on throughout the week, but let's get right into this. So right off the bat, Sony State of Play happened. Um, it was... Good. I, a lot of people were really excited about it. I'm not a fan of horror games, you know. Uh, if I ever do like a collection overview and like talk about my collection and stuff, uh, you know, nothing too horror related in it. I, I own a couple horror games, but so, but this was heavily horror game based, it looked like. Uh, so let's get right into it. We got Resident Evil 4 remake right off the bat. I think that was the first thing they showed. Or one of the first things they showed. I know that it was like really right off the bat. Uh, so Resident Evil 4 Remake. And it will have a PSVR 2 mode when it comes out. I believe it was PSVR 2. I don't think it's PSVR. It might have PSVR. And then they're adding a VR mode to Resident Evil Village. But yeah, I'm not excited for these. But I understand the appeal to this. So I am excited for everybody else who's excited. Next up, next big game. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. It had a trailer during the state of play. Uh, I know that it's not connected to the PUBG universe anymore. I believe that was mentioned on a blog post somewhere. But yeah, not connected to PUBG anymore. Um, I I don't know why it would have been in the first place. But yeah, so it looks interesting. It looks really scary. I like the, the design of it and stuff like that, like the aesthetic kind of. But I don't think I'll get this. I'm not big into the super massive horror games. Just not really my deal. Uh, next we got Stray. Stray looks like it's going to be really good. It's like a stealth platforming game where you're a cat in this like robotic world where humans are all dead. It seems really good, uh, really interesting, really excited for that. I think it's going to be interesting. I definitely want to see reviews and gameplay footage before I purchase it, but it's definitely up there. Next big announcement that I want to talk about was Final Fantasy 16. Uh, it looks crazy good. It looked really nice. Uh, gameplay looks good. I didn't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like the numbers flying everywhere when you're hitting them, but I understand why that's there. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they had a trailer, some gameplay footage, and I, I love Final Fantasy 15 and I'm like super excited for Final Fantasy 16. I think it's going to be really good. Next we got Street Fighter 6. Uh, it was announced. I'm super excited for this. It looks amazing. I love Street Fighter 5. Played a lot of it. I, I'm really excited for Street Fighter 6. Looks amazing. I don't think it's going to be uh, PlayStation only. I believe they said it's cross-platform. But I think Sony's going to try to make it exclusive again. Because, I mean, the fighting game community is basically dead on Xbox. Um, but, yeah, that was that was about everything, I believe. Uh, a lot of... Hopefully you guys didn't hear that. But, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, announcements. And... In the state of play, I I just I wish there was some stuff. I had some pretty high hopes, but you know it is what it is. 
I wanted like Sly Cooper or Infamous coming back or at least remastered for the PS5. That's not going to happen, I don't believe, at least for a long time. But I have those hopes, and they were crushed. But I didn't really honestly think it would happen. These these all seem pretty reasonable, pretty fair, uh, high probability of happening. Uh, I know Street Fighter Six was on the NVIDIA leak, um, which announced and leaked a bunch of games way early, like Kingdom Hearts 4. Everything on the leak, or on the leak I believe, has come true so far. So, But yeah, so Stony State of Play. I thought it was pretty good. Really excited for Street Fighter 6, Final Fantasy 16. But I see how these other horror games are exciting for people. And let's move on from the Sony state of play. Kind of brush through that really quickly. There wasn't too many other games I was really excited for. I know Tunic's coming out. They announced that in the state of play. And then like a journey type game as well. But yeah. Just the state of play. I I saw a lot of people kind of overhyping it on Twitter. But yeah, I think that's what they always do on Twitter. <laughs> they overhype everything and it's like impossible to have those. It's almost impossible for all those expectations. I mean, it is impossible for all those expectations to happen. It's just like, especially such unreasonable ones, you know, like I figured we were going to see something about Resident Evil today. I was figuring something about Street Fighter um, and Final Fantasy. And then I had like hopes of these extra things, but everyone was like, no. We're going to get a SOCOM, a SOCOM, new SOCOM game. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I, I know Metal Jesus would love that, but I don't think that's going to happen for a long time. Uh, I do think they're, they're going to release a SOCOM, like a multiplayer live service SOCOM game. Just makes sense with all the IP that they own. But anyways, enough of the Sony state of play. Let's move on to some Nintendo news, a Nintendo news, one Nintendo news. We got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet shown off with the legendaries, professors. They showed off some of the world, kind of like a panoramic view and some like walking around. As well as some new Pokemon. Uh, it's going to be open world, non-linear. Uh, you can just like roam the world and complete gyms in whatever order you choose, I believe. Heavy. It's like a heavy theme on the future and the past. I am super, super excited for this. I think... That when Pokemon Scarlet Violet comes out, we're going to do like a review cast or something with my buddy Austin Audie. I've done a lot of other channel projects with him before and stuff. But I he is like my Pokemon homie we met when we were super young. We do, you know, play Pokemon together. He's huge in like competitive Pokemon and stuff. And we're going to hang out when the game drops and play it and stuff. And I would love to have him hop on the podcast and have us do like a review discussion or something for the game. So if that's something you guys are interested in, let me know. Obviously, they announced the date. Uh, it's going to be like November 18th, I believe. I believe it's November 18th. And I I think we're going to probably try to beat the game, uh, take our time with it, and then afterwards do a spoiler review or discussion uh, about the game. I'm really, really excited for that. If there are any other uh, reviews slash spoiler discussions you guys want to see, just let me know as well. I'm down. I'm playing and beating games all the time. So if you guys see something on my playing list that you want me to make a review discussion about, like a podcast, then I totally will. But yeah, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I'm super pumped. The legendaries look cool. There's a running theory, and I think it's probably true, but the running theory is that the legendaries are like motorcycles, and you'll be able to like ride them around the world. That would be sick. Um, I know that there's a high, 
like a high overarching theme of past and future because the the female professor is based on the past but the male professor in violet is you know based on the future he's futuristic looking and i think that these games are going to have something to do to tie together like legends arceus and stuff into the mainline entries i think that um you know there's a theory going around that the past version pokemon scarlet is going to have like the Pokemon from the Hisuian region there and that version is exclusives and then the other one will have like futuristic versions of Mons as exclusives. I don't know. I don't that seems oh um pretty far fetched to me. <laughs> but I do think um I do I do not think that's going to happen. I that would be really cool. I'd be really excited to see that, but I do not believe that's gonna happen. Uh, they showed off a couple new Pokemon too. There was an olive one. Uh there was the Pikachu of the generation, the electric one. And then there was LeChonk. That's the only one I've memorized the name of. LeChonk, the big pig. People love LeChonk. And yeah, so I the, the gameplay too of the roaming around looked amazing. I, uh, I think it's going to be really good for what it is. People are already complaining about the graphics and stuff. And honestly, like I agree that the Pokemon game the pokemon companies makes is i mean it's the highest gross grossing company in the world they totally could afford to go all out on this but you also have to remember that they're limited to the switch now i i don't think that that's super excusable but i do think that they have limited resource as it is and at this point if you're playing on a nintendo system and you're expecting top tier graphics you just that's ridiculous. I don't. These guys only play Nintendo Switch games, and then they're like, "Oh, I wonder. I, I just these trees look like garbage. These textures could be better." It's like, dude, you're. It's a Nintendo game. You're playing on the Switch. Like, I agree, they could be better, but I, I don't understand what you expect. You know what I mean? It'd be different if the Switch had, you know, the same specs as the PS5, and these Pokemon games looked the way they did. Yeah, okay, that's pretty garbage, but it doesn't, and they don't, and. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why why people are so up in arms about this. I mean, maybe it could look a little bit better even with the Switch's limitations, but I just don't see this becoming like I don't know. I look, trust me. Me and my dad as I've talked about in the previous podcast keep discussing like what if Nintendo made a console as strong as the PS5, that thing would sell like hotcakes and I totally agree. It totally would. But Nintendo doesn't care about that. Nintendo likes their gimmicks. They like having crazy games with crazy gameplay, and that's all they care about. They don't care. They don't care about graphics, and they've said that publicly before in multiple statements. They don't care about having the highest tech. What they care about is gameplay and gimmicks. And they haven't necessarily said gimmicks, but they said gameplay is their number one choice. That's their number one priority. So it, it, I just. I get I don't like the you know mediocre state that the graphics on the Switch look like, but I don't know. It is what it is at this point. I think the game looks amazing for what it is, and I think that in the future when Nintendo does upgrade the Switch, if they create a Switch Pro or a Switch 2, at that point in the uh, graphics capabilities, the graphic graphical capabilities blah, 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 on that system are higher, there's absolutely no excuse uh, to leave things the way they're looking now. But I do think that the game looks good with how it is. I think the models specifically look amazing. I think the, the trees still look not the best, but I think the models look good. I think the Pokemon look good. The animations look good. I think the characters look good. I think that the overall, the 
environment looks good for what it is. I mean, it's a Pokemon game, right? So, you know, it, I think it looks good for what it is. I'm pretty excited for this game. This game is one of my most look forward to games of the year besides Hogwarts Legacy. But, yeah, so that's all. everything about Pokemon Violet. It's like my opinion on Pokemon Violet. I think it's going to be good. I want to see how big the Pokedex is this time. Because I'm worried they're going to only add, like, 30 new Pokemon. And that makes me scared. They need to just, like, if we had a Pokemon game with only a couple new Pokemon in it, like last time, right? So, we need, uh, I would love to have another 151 Pokemon game with all new Pokemon and no new Pokemon in it. And, you know what I mean? With no national decks even, just have that, just like the old school one. But they're not going to do that. They're going to milk the fact that they have all these creatures under their copyright for a long, long time. So don't ever expect that to happen. But I, I would like to see that, but it's not. We already know that there's old Pokemon in it. I just i am worried about how many new Pokemon are in it. But yeah, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, super pumped for that. Next item on the news, we got EA Star Wars Twitter account tweeted that Jedi Survivor sequel to Jedi Fallen Order made by Respawn still has Cal Kestis as a main character and it takes place five years after the events of Fallen Order which is interesting because it takes place during the Obi-Wan Kenobi show currently on Disney Plus now I don't know if that means we're going to see Cal Kestis in Obi-Wan Kenobi we might see Obi-Wan Kenobi in Jedi Survivor but I swear man if we see Cal Kestis in Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'll crap my pants straight up, man. I'm not even kidding. This would be amazing. It would be so cool to see a video game character show up in, um, you know, a, a series like that. Because the way that these canons are ranked, um, each form of media is like a level on the canon. I can't remember what it is exactly, but it's like movies, TV shows, books, comics, and then games are like last. So... If something happens in a book, it overrides the comic, or if it happens in a novel, it overrides a like comic and video game. If it ha if something in a comic book contradicts with the video game, the comic book overrides the video game kind of a thing, and that's what's canon. But uh, I believe Jedi Fallen Order is completely canon. I don't know if there's a novelization of it or anything, but it's I believe it's completely canon. And seeing this video game only Jedi show up in... Obi-Wan Kenobi as a live action character I think would be amazing especially since the mocap and the uh, model was done by the actual actor uh, I can't remember I think it's like Cameron or something um, red haired dude the guy that played Cal Kestis the actor that plays Cal Kestis that he's modeled after and everything is an actual actor he was on Shameless the TV show so which I everybody probably knows that but for the people that didn't uh he could totally act and be inside Obi-Wan Kenobi as a surviving Jedi. And that would be amazing. I don't know. We're only three episodes into Obi-Wan as the time of recording this. And they've already referenced Quinlan Voss. So there's a high probability. I'm super excited for this. Uh, especially if they do it good. I want to know who's in that Bantha tank or whatever. And I want to know. I think it's Bantha. Bantha tank. I don't know. Isn't Bantha the animal? I don't know. In the In that water tank. That heals people. <laughs> He's in that. Somebody's in there. And I want to know who it is. Alright. That's what I want to know. Alright. Is it Qui-Gon? I doubt it. I doubt it. But it'd be cool. Is it a clone of Luke Skywalker? No, that's impossible. Wait, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Never mind. Because this takes place before. Luke's like five. Never mind. Or ten. He's ten. Luke's ten. 
but never mind. It can't be a clone of Luke. Maybe a clone of Palpatine. I don't know. That'd be cool. But yeah, I'm super pumped. Uh, I love I love Star Wars. I'm excited for Knights of the Old Republic remake on PS5 when that comes out. So I'm just as excited for this. This is high, high, high up there for me in upcoming games. And I believe it doesn't come out till 2023. So we got a while. We got a little while. All right, guys. Next up, please, please, Sonic fans, don't hate me. But Sonic Frontiers gameplay trailer was released earlier this week, showed off clips of the open world gameplay, and it looks like it could be promising. But it also looks like it's releasing on all platforms. I don't know why I said but, but it is it is releasing on all platforms. Uh, I would have been buying it on PS5, I wrote in my notes, but they released a combat trailer later on in the week, and God, it looks bad. I mean, I already made some exceptions towards the uh, reveal trailer and where he was just like exploring and roaming around. I already made exceptions because there was some pretty extreme frame rate drops and the theming didn't really make sense. And like the music was breath of the wild esque. And then you had like the springs and the rings going off, you know, like ding, 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 boing, ding, 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 boing. And then it's like playing super nice, pretty music in the background. It just did not fit. But I was like, you know what? This looks like it could be promising in the future. I'm going to probably get this on PS five and we'll see how it is. Well, after the combat trailer, I have absolutely no want to play this game right now. I this game needs to be delayed and they need to work on it massively, honestly. The the I could go I could just tear this game apart right now. It looked it was so bad, I think, personally. I mean, it's not the worst game ever, but it, it looked pretty bad, especially if it's their what I expected for a Sonic open world game to be. But yeah, it had a uh, really bad frame rate drops. The combat mechanics looked really odd. I don't, I just don't know if I can get this, man. Like it, you remember in certain games on the DS where you'd have to use the stylus to like draw circles around them and that's how you would kill them and stuff. Well, it's like that except for you just run Sonic around them and then you see like the stylus or the line behind him and it draws a circle around him and then it creates like a tornado and that's how you fight people. You can also jump and jump on them and do the homing attack thing, but it looks so bad and not fun and unoriginal i am dumbfounded i'm not a game dev i don't claim to be a game dev i'm not an expert but god that just does not look i'm a fun expert and that does not look fun that looked awful now when i expected them to announce sonic frontiers i was like oh man it's gonna be so cool you know you get to run around like an open world green hill zone you know with like the checkerboard grass and like the checkerboard uh concrete and stuff and like run around and do like the loop-de-loops and stuff and like collect rings and do the bounce pads and have the boost pads and stuff like that and all kinds of, nah dude it's like straight up hyper realistic open world like graphics with these like hyper realistic space aliens i mean space aliens aren't real but you know what i mean highly detailed realistic looking aliens and machinery and then there's just sonic's cartoony self running around hopping on these aliens and jumping on boost pads and stuff on these like giant metal towers and stuff it looks so bad i i just am dumbfounded at how this was a good idea but whatever you know i'm not a dev they're probably getting enough crap for it anyway sonic fans don't kill me i just this could have been so much more and they really flopped it i think but the backlash they're getting is pretty significant so yeah, Sonic Frontier is not good. Not looking good. Boys and girls, not looking good. 
But that was everything for the news this week that I have on my list. Um, Xbox Showcase is coming out within the next week. So I'm a little bit behind on this episode because I wanted to wait till after the state of play and then a bunch of other stuff happened during the week. So yeah, I kind of breezed through it. I didn't want to go like overly into what I think about everything, especially the state of play stuff because I don't really have enough to say on RE4 Remake or Callisto Protocol. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 looked good, but there wasn't enough like detailed stuff to really look into. And Street Fighter 6 looks amazing already uh, with the open single world fighting mode and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how the Xbox showcase is. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially the um, Last Stand Media ones. And it seems like from what I'm hearing on those, the uh, Defining Duke podcast, is that they think Avowed is going to be showed off this uh week i i don't know i think it was just a high like a shot in the dark prediction but it'd be really cool to see avowed what i'm personally hoping for during the xbox game showcase and this is what my predictions are i'm hoping i'm hoping i have no i'm just a guy who makes a podcast i don't have i'm not a journalist yet or anything so i don't have any sources or uh you know anything like that or any ties to any media outlets or anything so i don't know anything for sure but i think what I hope for is, I believe... Oh, yeah, wait. They announced a new uh, Crash Bandicoot game is in the works. That was announced or rumored to be happening. So, I, I forgot to cover that in the news. But they could show off something Crash Bandicoot related due to that uh, leak happening. Supposed leak. Uh, there could be... I don't know. Avowed. I hope Avowed gets showed off because I need an open world RPG soon. Bethesda-esque. Obsidian or Bethesda RPG. I need one soon. Because I've... God, I want one so bad. So I'm hoping for Avowed, and if not Avowed, then I'm hoping that Bethesda announces a Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas remaster that will be dropping this year. I'm hoping so badly. Um, I'm hoping for a new Killer Instinct game to be announced. Um, I'm hoping for uh, Fallout 5 news. I'm hoping for new Elder Scrolls news. I definitely think, I think that Starfield gameplay is a lock for this i really think they're going to do like a 15 to 20 minute gameplay showcase i really think that's a lock from from bethesda um and then besides that i think maybe some forza dlc will get shown off they're gonna do like another f crossover i think for forza horizon 5 maybe we see forza motorsport i'm not sure that'd be pretty bad if they did that but i do think that may be a forza 5 dlc and then what else could there be? I don't know. I'm really trying to rack my brain. Crash, I already said that. I'm I'm hoping for some banjo news, but I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe um, something about Perfect Dark, because we know that game is in development hell right now. So hopefully something with that. And, ooh, Fable. I want to know what's happening with the Fable remake. But that, that I don't know. That's everything. I'm hoping will be in the Xbox Game Showcase, but, you know, I'm not the only person they have to please. But I do think if they did, I think if they said, you know, we really hope John, a.k.a. Null from Pixel Patrol, you know, we really want to impress him. Let's actually announce all these Bethesda and Obsidian RPGs right now. And that way, you know, he'll he'll be happy with us. And I, I would if they did that, you know. But I don't think that's going to happen, so. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's everything in the news segment and my predictions for the Xbox Game Showcase. Uh, you know, trying to structure it a little better than last time. I know I kind of go off into some tangents, but we're doing good. We're doing good so far. Um, covered about everything I wanted to. 
I don't think there's really anything new to look into. So before we go into what I'm playing and some garage sale stuff that happened, let me check Twitter for one more. Oh, ooh, there is one more thing. They announced uh, what the PS Plus games are. It was Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, God of War, and like Naruto N N Shinobi Strikers or something like that. But the big thing is is that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl announced a DLC pack that'll have Jenny the Robot from Teenage Robot or something, Rocco from Rocker's Modern Life, and Hugh Neutron from Jimmy Neutron. And obviously Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl I think is super good. But compared to multiverses, it was lackluster with no voice acting or anything. Well, they announced a patch with voice acting and like party items and stuff like that for like a party gameplay mode. So that's massive. They released the list of voice actors and stuff. So there will now be voice acting inside Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. And I think that this makes the game a completely killer app. I think that it's this cements it as its own, you know, proper Smash clone. So I'm really excited for that. I'm very happy that they did that. Perfect timing with the PS Plus. Obviously, that was that was planned, but yeah. All right. I don't see anything on the news. No new gameplay or anything. No new. No new news. Uh, a, a new Just Cause game is in development by Square Enix or says Square Enix. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But, alright. I'm not seeing anything. So I think we're good. I think we covered just about everything we wanted to. I skipped... I, I Like I said, I'm very opinionated. This podcast is going to be very opinionated about how I feel about games. And so I, this stuff I kind of blew over, went into super detail, I think is is probably reflective of that. So let's get into what I'm playing. What am I playing, you ask? Well, I'm playing uh, Kenner Bridge of Spirits on the PS5, but I actually beat it. I beat that game. I think it was really good. I really liked it. Obviously, the animation and the design of the game is just absolutely beautiful. And I think it lasted the proper amount of length. I don't think there was enough like gameplay customization or diversity to really make it like a 30 hour RPG, but, um, it did, it did go on a little long towards the end. I was pretty sick of it, but I think it was about the perfect length. By the time I was sick of it, I was pretty much done. So, you know, it did good. My only issue is that there wasn't very much variation towards the end of the game. The end of the game is really just bow and arrow, bow and arrow, bow and arrow. And that gets, that gets boring. And then you try to hit them with the staff thing. Well, it does like five damage. So you pretty much just have to use the bow and arrow. It makes no sense to do anything else but bow and arrow. So that that I, I did not like. But whatever. Um, overall, I'd give the game... I'd give the game... seven out, Like a 7 or 8 out of 10. I think the animation is beautiful. The aesthetic's beautiful. The music's beautiful. I did run into a couple bugs. Nothing game-breaking, but I did. And overall, the gameplay just got old towards the end of it after you're already like nine hours into the 10-hour journey. So by then, I was like, whatever, I'll just beat the game. So, But I felt like it was fun, and for like 30 bucks on the PS5, I think it's fair. So I definitely think this is a game you should pick up, because you might like it even more than I did. Next, uh, League of Legends. League of Legends, I just got promoted to Silver. I've been playing it quite a bit. Um, it's hard to climb out of the ranks 
but you know it is what it is i've been having a lot of fun playing it there's a new character coming out soon but overall i just been having fun grinding the game it's fun even if it's toxic next up uh, i finished the multiverses beta the last day was like a week ago or a couple weeks ago uh it was good i like it i think it's going to be one of the top rated smash clones ever it's more casual side though i don't think that there's high competitiveness to it i don't know i just like there's combos in it but the combos aren't like crazy i guess i have seen footage of some smash guys on twitter posting their combos and they do look insane it's just if you're trying to hit those in an actual game i think it's gonna be really hard because of how mobile the game is and how floaty the game is so but we'll see i think it's really good though i'm excited for the character roster to increase and see who gets in that's gonna be really really fun and really cool and it may be a game I actually buy the Battle Pass for and complete. So that seems cool. Next up and last game that I'm currently playing is Ghostwire Tokyo. I am like five hours into Ghostwire Tokyo. I think it's like an 11 to 12 hour game from what I'm reading. I am absolutely in love with Ghostwire Tokyo. No, don't get me wrong. I can totally understand how people would not like it. But for me and what I like, I, I love the game. It's just the aesthetic alone. I love the Japanese, like, Tokyo aesthetic. And I'm super interested in their culture. And it's just seeing all these different, you know, because a lot of these kami or these spirits in the game are references to stuff in Japanese culture. So it's really cool to see that, you know, these spirits walking around and I think the gameplay is good for what it is. I think if you try to, if you get irritated by it you know it's just it is what it is i think the the fun i think is more in the exploration and walking around and stuff but if you don't really have any interest in the japanese aesthetic i don't think you'll like it but i i'm in love with this game the graphics are beautiful the gameplay is fun i do have an issue with the an issue with the camera controls i feel like the camera controls are just awful um it's like super like non-responsive almost it feels like like I'll, you'll turn the right stick and then it'll start up a little bit after you turn the stick and then it'll slow, you'll let off the stick and then it'll slow down after and stop after you let off the stick. So it's like, wow, this is so not accurate. But I, I tuned the controls to fit how I like them better, but it took a while. I was really fiddling with like every option. But overall, I'm loving it so far. I give it like an 8 out of 10 right now. I'm super enthralled with it. I think it's amazing. I think Bethesda has something special on their hands here. And I definitely think they should do some sort of like a Ghostwire Tokyo 2. Or have the same studio do like another Ghostwire game. Or another game in Tokyo that isn't necessarily tied to spirits and stuff. So that way you could walk around. Like it'd be cool to have an open world RPG set in Tokyo. Where you can go into all these buildings and stuff. But... What I really like about it is that some of these buildings are, will be haunted by spirits, right? So the game seems absolutely massive. And then you walk into one of these haunted buildings to, like, free the spirit inside of it. But then you're walking around and it's, like, distorting the building and, like, twisting it around. And you feel like you're in, like, a whole other world almost. But you're just, like, inside this hallway in a building. And it turns and flips sides. And you're, like, walking around this messed up building. And then, you know, you'll kill the spirit or free the spirit inside or clean the, cleanse the house or whatever. And you'll turn around and then everything's back to normal. The house is completely back to normal. You leave the house. You go back outside. You know, it's crazy. It's so fun. The only thing I do, the main gameplay aspect that I don't like is having to grab the kami in the air, the uh, tengu. 
that are floating in the air above the buildings. I don't like that. That's a lame mechanic, I think. And the floating in the air, jumping from building to building, does not feel very fun or snappy. It feels delayed and stuff. But besides that, I love it. I love just wandering Tokyo, going through the alleyways, going to the supermarkets or the little mini markets and just buying stuff. I love, I just love it. I'm so excited and enthralled in the game. And that's everything so far that I'm playing. Uh, next up on my list, I got Horizon Forbidden West. I'm kind of dreading it because it's like a 30 hour game and I don't have that much time on my hands anymore. <laughs> but uh, Horizon Forbidden West is definitely up there. I'm excited for that. And then I kind of want to replay some old games after I beat Horizon. I kind of want to play through New Vegas again and Fault 3. I want to play through Cyberpunk 2077 again and see how that's doing. Fallout 4. Like I said, I'm just really in the mood for a Bethesda RPG. I'm also playing... Oh, I forgot the list on here. I'm, I'm playing Pokemon Ultra Moon on my DS, my 3DS. I like it so far. I mean, it's Pokemon. What can I really say? I picked, um, I picked Rowlet as my starter. I don't know. I, I'm thinking about doing a Nuzlocke, but I already started the game, so I'm just going to beat it. Maybe I'll do a Nuzlocke on my uh, Ultra Sun, but yeah, so those are everything I'm playing. And then last but not least, <sighs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, last but not least, we got my garage sale pickup. So, over the weekend, last weekend, which is why I would have recorded this and had this out earlier, but there was some more news that came out as well as the state of play, and then I was garage sailing all last weekend. So, uh, me and my dad got do garage sales to try to buy some games, and we got some good stuff. I'll go over what I got and a little bit of what I remember he got. But um, I got a Ben 10 PS4 game for a dollar. It goes for like 15 bucks. I looked on the Game Eye app, so pretty excited for that. I got We Play for a dollar. Goes for like seven on the app. Pretty excited about that. Um, there was a Fortnite disc copy that I found. I know those go for a lot of money, uh, like forty dollars. I was looking at an Xbox Madden game. I was looking at a like an Xbox Madden game. This lady just had thrown in this like wire bin, this like bin of computer wires. And I opened, I was like, you know what, I'm going to open the case after my dad kind of threw it to the side because, you know, nobody cares about Madden. And I opened it and the Fortnite disc was in here. And I was like, oh, how much for the game? And she was like, three bucks. So, got the game. It was awesome. I have like a $50 copy of Fortnite now for $3. That was pretty sick. Pretty good find. Um, Crash Mind Over Mutant. I believe I got a copy. Oh, I found, uh, we'll go into this later, but I found a Super Nintendo Mini for like seven bucks this lady was selling and those obviously go for like a hundred but uh, my dad is really into those more than i am so i traded him that for like mind over mutant i think oh no or i can't remember i had a double he has a double mind over mutant we traded them i don't remember i don't remember and then um i found a ds light for 15 dollars that still had the stylus and everything it was in good it's a little beat up but you know for 15 bucks if i were to go buy a new one at like my local game store or online it'd be like 45 and it would probably still have the same markings on it so you know but 15 bucks you can't beat it got a working ds light it works completely and like a stack of games the games were not very good they're all kind of shovelware but it's cool it's awesome can't beat handhelds i like to collect handhelds so got a new ds light pretty sick um my dad got a wii bundle 
for $30. The disk drive on the Wii is broken, so he's thinking about modding it, but he's going to try to fix it. But $30 for a Wii bundle that came with the Wii, even with the broken disk drive, a Wii controller, a nunchuck, some of those grips or whatever, a steering wheel, Wii Sports Resort, Wii Sports, and then a couple other like shovel games. But yeah, the Wii Sports and the Wii Sports alone are worth 70 bucks total, I think. So overall, the deal was good, even with the broken Wii. And if we can fix the Wii, then it'll be worth even more. But yeah, so good deals, good deals. My dad got a couple other games too. I think he got Minecraft on the Xbox One and a couple other. Oh, I got I got Love for Dead 2 for like a dollar, but it was pretty scratched up. So I'm going to get it resurfaced. But yeah, pretty sick. Pretty sick. Pretty happy. I also got another game. I can't remember. I can't remember. No, no, it was just Left 4 Dead 2. Never mind, I'm a liar. But, yeah. So, pretty good garage sale weekend. Uh, brought, like, 30 bucks. Spent it all. So, not bad. We got good deals. We got really good deals. And that's about everything, guys. We're only at 37 minutes. This is crazy. I don't know what else to talk to you guys about. Um, you know. Um, I guess... We can talk about the Summer Games Fest that is happening later on this month. I believe it's happening a week after the Xbox Game Showcase. I think that it's going to be good. I hope it's good. And I think that they are... I think it's going to be good, but I think that they are going to just show off gameplay for a bunch of new games. I think if I had to predict, I want to say... I don't think Nintendo's going to be there, and if they are, it's going to be minor, or it's going to be something stupid like Mario Striker stuff. And then I think there's going to be PlayStation footage, I want to say, of God of War Ragnarok. And if it's not God of War Ragnarok, well, I think God of War Ragnarok will be there, and then I think maybe, maybe if we're lucky, there'll be Star Wars KOTOR footage. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. And then... Xbox will be there. I don't know what Xbox will show off. I think Xbox will show off more Starfield gameplay. And then if they announce like some maybe Fable, uh, maybe Fable gameplay because I think I think they announced Fable at the last Summer Games Fest, I think. No, I think it was Xbox Showcase. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll withhold the Forza DLC or maybe they'll show footage of the Forza DLC at the Summer Games Fest show. I don't know. Jeff Keighley said that it's going to be highly gameplay focused. There's not going to be any banger announcements. And with Jeff Keighley, you never know. Either he's telling the truth or he's lying through his teeth. I hope he's lying through his teeth. I hope there's some absolute banger announcements. I doubt it though. I don't I don't see with all these shows happening. I mean, even Capcom's having their own thing. I think Another studio is having a, a gameplay announcement or uh, showcase today, so I don't I I don't know what it could possibly what they could possibly show off. Maybe that uh, Cult of the Lamb weird game, the battle uh, not the battle royale, the Binding of Isaac thing, uh, roguelike, the Animal Crossing roguelike combination thing based on a cult. I think. I think that they might show footage of it, maybe like a hard release date or something. I think they did already announce a release date. I don't know. I don't think they did. You know, I'll Google that really quick. You're going to hear my keys open really quick and me typing. But I do think that, I don't think that they announced a release date for Cult of the Lamb. Watch well, this crash my entire computer and end my recording. I'll freak out and cry. Uh, Cult of the Lamb release date. 
just says 2022. Yeah, so no release date. Maybe we'll get footage of that with a release date. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I know Minecraft. Minecraft is getting their new an update on PlayStation and Xbox today. The the wild update, I think it's called. It has like the Watcher and the Underground and the huge new caves and all that stuff. I believe, I believe that's coming out today. That's pretty big. I'm pretty excited for that. My whole family plays Minecraft, so that's pretty exciting. My fiance plays Minecraft even, so that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, and that's about it, guys. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I, I'm going to render this footage in this podcast. I'm editing the podcast with my buddy right now. So that'll be out before this. Um, and, yeah, that's everything, man. I can't – honestly, I can't believe – I. I, I kind of blew through everything because I, I didn't want to bore you guys talking about stuff that I don't really care about. Um, I don't know. Maybe you guys will care about it. But I kind of just wanted to go everything everything major that happened over the past week. Um, but I did talk about some minor stuff like the Nickelodeon voice acting as well as um, certain other things that have occurred over the week. I kind of need to get better, I think, at structuring this as well as how i discuss this but i think overall it was an improvement on last episode so yeah next week we should have a discussion about the xbox game showcase and then i think the week after that or whatever week the summer games fest happens we'll talk about that as well but i do think summer games fest is going to be a bummer guys i honestly don't think i honestly don't think that they're gonna show off or talk about anything amazing so we'll see i hope that i just i god i hope that they do because i know if that bombs it's gonna hurt jeff Keeley, and i like jeff Keeley. so but yeah guys if you enjoyed the video please don't you know don't hesitate to if you enjoyed the video but you had some issues with it or you have any suggestions don't hesitate to comment and tell me what i need to do thank you guys for all the support on the latest couple episode or the latest episode the first episode of pixel patrol and yeah guys just thank you thank you guys so much like i said next week xbox show, showcase news and we will go into that when that happens but thank you guys so much for everything i'll see you guys on the next one have a good day or night or whatever you're doing. Have a good time doing whatever you do. See you guys.